Like, I'm not a designer, right? I'm not a clothing designer. I have no attachment to the clothes that are being made. I have an attachment to the way that it makes you feel. I have an attachment to the psychology behind it about how it makes you show up not feeling like yourself, how it'll make you shrink or how it can make you shine. And that's the part that I really, really want to lean into and share with you guys. For the last year, most of us have been working from home in sweatpants, pajamas, etc. and messy buns. And now we all have to wear face masks, right? How are you not living through fashion history? What's up, party people? Welcome back to another episode of the Just Realized podcast. Katie Allen here, your favorite virtual stylist and podcaster. Yes, I said virtual because it's funny is I get this question a lot. Well, first question I get all the time is what the hell is a stylist? I feel like that's a whole nother episode. But yes, so far, all of my clients have been virtual. So it's definitely a thing. But today, I am so, 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 so pumped to do this episode for you. So a friend of mine reached out to me on social and was like, please do an episode behind the fashion history that is being made today. I used to teach it and I'm totally geeking out. And then that just made my whole day because I was like, me too. Oh my God, I thought it was just me because I see this in a totally different way. It's not just about like, oh, Michelle Obama is fucking killing it and looks amazing. She absolutely does. But I can just see the symbolism behind it. I can see why she wore it. And I just know where it's going. There's something so much bigger to all of these things than people give credit for. And I'm so excited to begin this journey and to really, really change and shift the way people see style and start helping women use it as a tool, as that self-care tool that's in your toolbox. And I know it's working because I've started to get messages from people constantly that are like, oh my God, I see it different. Oh my God, this, that, and that. And uh, I'm telling you, it couldn't be more amazing. Like, I'm not a designer, right? I'm not a clothing designer. I have no attachment to the clothes that are being made. I have an attachment to the way that it makes you feel. I have an attachment to the psychology behind it about how it makes you show up not feeling like yourself, how it'll make you shrink or how it can make you shine. And that's the part that I really, really want to lean into and share with you guys. So I have a whole bunch of notes today because so much happened and so much went down this past week. And I promise you, this has nothing to do with politics. It just, history was made this week. But anyways, let's just put that in the burner. Just stick with me. Okay, just stick with me. So today's episode will be all about fashion history, how history is made, the symbolism behind it, which I find truly, truly fucking fascinating. So my marketers out there, my branders out there, anyone who's into psychology, all my small business owners, photographers, all of that, like all of this is super, super relevant to what you do. It's actually probably relevant to everybody and what you do more than you even realize or even think about on a daily basis. So stick with me. But today's Mindful Monday mantra is a good one. Okay. Fashion is self-conscious, style is self-assured. So I ask you ladies this week, are you going to show up as fashion or are you going to show up as style? You are going to show up as styled because you are self-assured and you are here to kick major fucking ass, okay? That's what we're going to lean into. 
So before I get in like two pages of notes, I know it's crazy. There's just so much good stuff to share with you guys. And one of my favorite episodes ever to prepare for. I want to hop into a few orders of business. And I've decided to start with this because of a conversation I've been having with my daughter lately. And my husband told her today, look, you are the kind of person that starts with your responsibilities, then you have fun. So that's what we're going to do here. We're going to start with my responsibilities, and then we're going to have some fun. So orders of business. Ladies, if you are enjoying this podcast, please rate, review it, and share it with a friend. It helps me out tremendously, and I would really, really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. I really want to reach as many women as possible, and I really just want to help women shift and support women any way I can. Next thing is, if after you listen to this episode and your mind is fucking blown about what style really represents in our culture and how it can really change your life, book a call. I just updated my website. I have um, 30-minute consult calls that I'm doing for free for anyone who thinks that style is not for them but is kind of intrigued by it and want to really know, you know, what I'm offering and what they can achieve. It's just been a game changer for me. And the people that I'm working with are like, oh my God, I feel so confident. People at work are asking me what I've done different. Who am I? Like the pep in my step. I know for a fact there's a bunch of pent up demand out there. We've all been in sweatpants for over a year. You know, people are ready for change. And there's a bright new sunny horizon that we got our eyes set on. And it's time to show up and kick ass and take names, ladies. So book a call if you're interested. It's up on my website. I'm actually going to be in the middle of rebranding my whole website now that I'm basically like a rebranding my whole life. But for now, it's on my podcast website, justrealizedpodcast.com backslash contact. You can go there and book a 30 minute call and we can just talk about what, you know, where you struggle, you know, maybe some areas you'd like to learn more, th- more about and things like that. So hit me up. I'd love to connect. Also, I am really, really, really going to try to start sending emails because now I just feel like I have so much of a path and a purpose and I have so much content to share. And I want to start sending emails so I can start sending you guys links to different things. So if you want to hop on the email list, you can also sign up for that on the website, justrealizedpodcast.com. And last but not least, I'm not going to have a tip in today's episode, a styled tip, because this entire episode is will be rooted in tips and giving you all of the style serves from this week. And as we go through them and like what that means for years and years to come. So, but if you want um, tips, I did post a tip this week on Thursday, which I swear I had this planned since my trip to Sedona. And it's just so funny that these ladies showed up and just killed it. But this is how you know it's on time. And that this is something that we all need to look into. So this video on Instagram on IGTV, I posted my tips video on five easy, easy peasy lemon squeezy styling tips on how to look taller or more powerful. So you can again show up and kick ass or maybe you have a big presentation or maybe you're doing something scary and you want to make sure that you feel confident and sure yourself. Check out those tips. I guarantee that they will make you feel good. So I hear little pitter patter feet running and I'm wondering if this closet door is about to be busted open. Okay, maybe not. All right, so let's hop into today's episode. 
So today is all about fashion history. And you guys are probably like, didn't even know that was a thing. Yes, it's a thing. It's my absolute favorite, favorite class in college was fashion history and art history. Because just like with any art form, there's nothing but history and symbolism in it. Your favorite songs, all of those things that people do to um, express themselves creatively always have major symbolism behind them. And you can kind of honor that space and take on that energy and use it to your advantage. So I hope that you find this super, super helpful. So fashion history is the purpose and intention behind a garment and why it was made. And that's what I want to dig into today with you guys, because you are literally living through major fashion history right now. Okay, we call it slob chic. For the last year, most of us have been working from home in sweatpants, pajamas, etc., and messy buns, and now we all have to wear face masks, right? How are you not living through fashion history? This literally will impact the way we dress for years to come. Mind you, trends last for years, decades even. These aren't, this summer it's hot, next summer it won't be. These things will last for a long time, right? The things you saw this week, you will continue to see I mean, at least we know for the next four years, maybe the next eight, who knows, but it's not what everybody thinks it is. Because what happens in the world literally affects how we dress. Trends are created by you, by me, by us. The industry responds to us, what we need, how we're living, wellness, right? Like right now, like that's the biggest thing because as a collective society, as a oneness, we needed that, right? We needed all the things that are happening. We drive that demand. Fashion is so much more than just someone sitting in a fashion house saying, oh, guess what? This year, we're just going to make wide leg jeans popular. It's driven by the people. It is for the people. So just don't ever forget that. But it's just so fascinating to me, like how things happen. So here, let me give you a really good example. I was reading an article about how engagement rings and wedding rings are becoming more elaborate, or you're seeing women get bigger diamonds because micro weddings are a thing, right? So micro weddings aren't as expensive as big weddings. You're feeding a lot, lot less people. You can't really be there. You're not investing in your wedding dress. So wedding dresses have toned down a ton because it's a smaller event in general. So where does it make sense to invest? In the one thing that actually lasts longer than the wedding day, your wedding ring, the true symbol of your marriage, right? That's how trends work. Now, all the people who are getting married in this time frame, obviously that wedding band is going to last for years to come. That's why I say it's super important to remember that trends aren't flashes in a pan. That's called a fad. Okay, so when we talk about trends, which it's become a word I truly hate because of the negative connotation it gets. But this means something that's going to happen for years to come. But anyways, it's happening all around us all the time. And it's what I truly, truly love. And I think it's fascinating as a culture that is obsessed with storytelling, always has been, always will be. And right now with this focus on wanting something to have a soul, want something to have a deeper meaning, wanting to be able to tell the story that we don't think about style and fashion in the same way. But we do because we're telling stories every day with the clothes that we put on. We're telling stories to ourselves based on what we're wearing. And we're communicating to others with the clothes that we put on, whether it's the color choice, whether it's the, you know, mood of the outfit, whether it's dressy, meaning not sweatpants, <laughs> no matter what it is, you are constantly communicating like your beliefs, your thoughts, your mood, all of that by what you wear. So anyways, let's get back to it, right? Right. 
I know this isn't about the inauguration, but I hate to say it, fashion is political. Always has been, always will be. It's it's the easiest way to communicate without actually using words, right? It's the easiest way to share your message and let people know your beliefs without actually communicating outwardly. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's a great thing. And when we go through this, I will tell you, now some people misuse it, of course, like some people misuse power for any things. Because like, here, let me give you a really good example. I'm sure that none of the listeners of this podcast and people who are Katie fans and show up each week to listen to me ramble about what's going on in my head are running out and buying a red baseball cap. I bet that you probably aren't buying red baseball caps for the rest of your life. Unless, of course, it's tied to like your kid's soccer game or something like that. But you get what I'm saying when I say that fashion, you know, is it's a communicator. We're rooted in it. But anyways, this is really about the fashion serve and all the fucking goodness that was there and all of the history that was made. So let's start with the color purple. Okay, can I just say that Jill and I were ahead of our time when we launched the Regal lipstick? Do you remember how we kept saying like Regal, we picked this color because it just made us feel so powerful and Purple is the color of wisdom. Purple is the color of royalty. You see that it is used to represent royalty. It was used a lot um, in the church and things like that to just represent the wisdom and the highest level that you could go to certain levels and excuse me, in certain places and things like that. It also represents for our country, the purple heart, which is representation of bravery and honor, right? Let's also not forget the symbolism that the inauguration day had with the color purple and Kamala's um, choice in that and her, the history that she made being a non-white female, right? Like just busted down all the fucking barriers, like not only are you a woman? You're not even white. Like how fucking monumental is that, right? So all of that was represented in what we saw on Wednesday, but also the biggest piece of this and the piece that I truly, truly love is it's really the unity that the color purple represents because this is a basic color math. When you mix red and blue, the both sides of the houses, what do you get? You get purple. So they really wore it as a choice to show the unity and the path go going forward and the plans that they choose to do. So the night before the inauguration, Dr. Biden wore her dark maroon suit because they planned that every single thing that they had on was to symbolize their beliefs, their thoughts, their action to set a tone and to set a mood. And I think that's really, really, really awesome. So that's really the big meaning behind all the purple that all the ladies had on. So Kamala had on pur purple, Oba um, Obama, <laughs> Michelle Obama had on like that maroon burgundy, a different shade of purple, Hillary Clinton, Laura Bush, um, who else? Like tons of people, they all had on purple because that's what it really represents, right? All right, so let's talk about Kamala pearls and chucks like all the rage right like everybody was like get your pearls get your chucks um that you are totally totally going to see make fashion history so two things here if you're really wondering the meaning behind the pearls so the pearls which is funny to me because pearls were already forecasted last year 
has a really big um, statement for spring 2021. And I can get into that. But real quick, what the pearls represent for her is um, she was is an AKA and the AKA sorority and their founding members are known as the 20 pearls. So whenever ladies are inducted into that sorority, they are given a set of pearls. So for her, it was a nod to that. It was a nod to her sisterhood. It was a nod really to women across the world that she is here and she's breaking down barriers. So pearls represent so many things also in addition to that. And I think the timing of it is pretty amazing because we are in the 20s and pearls were a big piece with 1920s fashion history as well. So I see the symbol and symbolism and that as well, I think is pretty amazing. But pearls represent, you know, opulence, wisdom. There's also that connection to nature that pearls have and they can be glamour, but to me, what I really get out of that and why I think it was really forecasted for 2021 and why it will like catch on like a fire outside of just Kamala wearing them and that being the new signal for women empowerment and things like that. But opulence, glamour, there's a little bit of escapism in that. And I don't know about you, but I could use some escapism right now. When things feel really heavy, it always feels good to get dressed up and adorn yourself and to just like step into that space and just forget for a few minutes everything that's troubling you. Or maybe if you don't forget, the pearls just make it feel a little less heavy. So that's really the fashion statement behind the pearls is it's really about creating this escapism, this opulence. You know, we've all been stuck in the house wearing nothing exciting for a year. People are pent up and ready to like get dressed and feel good about themselves. Getting dressed is a motivator. Getting dressed is a confidence builder every single day. I mean, there's studies shown that when you are dressed, you are more productive and you show up differently and you can literally shift the way you think and make dis different decisions based on what you have on. And plus, another piece of that for me is, you know, pearls by themselves, you have so many things like pearls of wisdom, and different little um, cliche th slogans like that that exist, but also pearls are white. And white holds a really big, powerful meaning for women as well. So what we saw was a woman make history and not even like about 100 years ago, women couldn't even vote, right, much less be the vice president of our country. And during the suffragette movement, white was a big color. So the colors were gold, white, and purple, right? So isn't that kind of funny that she's donning white and purple as one of the big things? So white was really, really important. Um, and the symbol that they started to use, well, because in photographs and black and white photographs, it showed through really well. And if you had a bunch of women together to make a message, it was a pretty powerful color. But more than that, it was accessible. So it was accessible and most women had it in their wardrobe. So when they were planning the protest and they wanted to create a uni united front, it was easier. It was one of the easier colors for all of the women to have access to because it didn't. They wanted it to be accessible to as many people as possible, which definitely rings true for me as well. Like I want everything that I do and to teach around fashion to make sure that people realize that it's accessible because it's really about self-care. It's really about communication and building confidence. The other thing that I thought was really cool about the white is the symbolism behind it. So white represents purity and peace, right? So also 
it's been a way for people to express their beliefs again. Like our country has been through a lot. So when we wear white, and I know white was also a big part of the civil rights movement too, but I'm not going to touch on that one right now because I have a whole list of things. And I really just wanted to focus on the symbolism that the women were bringing and that in and of itself and what those women represent embodies the civil rights movement. And I haven't done enough research to really speak on that. So I don't want to, but what white, the color white was representing in fashion and style was that I am pure, I am peaceful, and when our country is in turmoil, it sends the message to other people that I am a safe person and I don't believe in any of the things that are being broken down or happening right now and that like I can be a trusted person. Does that make sense? So ugh, why did I just say that? I hate when I say that. I'm really trying to stop saying that. That's all the symbolism behind the pearls. So that's why she's rocking the pearls. That's why pearls were already predicted to be a spring trend. Like I said, you have the connection to nature and wellness. Um, that's a big part of the things that we know that we need to focus on as a society. Like this pandemic has proved that like it's time to focus back on that. So I really love this connection with pearls of connecting it back to nature, connecting it back to the opulence and escapism of the 1920s and, you know, bringing joy again. And obviously, I love connecting it back to our first female vice president. So you can expect to see pearls everywhere. Now, when I talk about the environment, I'm not talking about harvesting pearls or any of that. I'm talking fake pearls. Okay, so whatever that means for you, I am not here to get into that conversation. This is simply just the symbolism of fashion history. So that will be something when I say you are living through history, you are living through history right now. So if you don't have a nice set of pearls, or no pearl accessories, ladies, now is the time to go get some. And Pretty soon, you won't even be able to buy anything that doesn't already have pearls on it. So be expected to see that in all your local targets coming up soon. This spring 2021, you heard it here first. Anyways, Converse. So that's Kamala's other big thing is like Converse, which I think is so damn funny because I remember back in March of 2020, literally like days before the pandemic hit, I just like made this like declaration. I was like, uh, Converse are my go-to shoe. Like I'm done with heels. I'm done with boots. I'm just done with it. Like I'm going to wear Converse because I can get a pair in every single color, even fun colors. It's a fantastic way to express my personality. And for me, it was a fantastic way to express the duality that I feel like I live in constantly between wanting to be this powerful businesswoman wanting to also be this nurturing wife and mother and the converse for me represented like the grounding while I have on a badass skirt or dress or something like that so I really love that duality so for her it was just simply because they're fucking comfortable like that's why she wanted to wear them so again and super affordable that's another thing converse are amazing and they're retro and the thing with retro is humans have this ability to forget how bad something was in the past uh raise your hand ladies that have more than one kid okay we have a way of forgetting how hard being pregnant was or how hard birth was and we trick ourselves into doing it again and again right that's why nostalgia and um retro designs are so powerful is because 
it gives us that sense of like belonging or home or simpler times. And when things feel chaotic, we want to go home. We want to feel grounded. We want things that remind us of our grandmas. We want like we want to feel nurtured and taken care of. So you see it in home decor. You see it in fashion. And that's also part of the reason why fashion constantly repeats itself, right? So we're really in this thing right now where the 90s trend, which was my high school era. So I don't know how I feel about that because I'm old enough. But I remember my mom saying that too. And I'd be like, oh, that's so gross. So why are you saying that? No one cares. But it's so true. It's like, it's this nostalgia piece where it always comes back, but it always gets modernized and updated simply because we have technology, but simply because we have grown and evolved as people. So I know there's a lot there too, but I just wanted to share all of that. I think that shit is fascinating. So pearls, the color purple, Converse, those will be your big, big things coming up this spring. Uh, I haven't even begun to touch on some of the other people yet, but be on the lookout for that. Um, So get your purple lipstick out for all my ladies that ordered Regal. If you haven't been wearing it through the holidays and into January, now is a good time to bust it out because it will be all of the things, right? So let's talk about Michelle Obama. Okay, obsessed. Like her and the Bernie Sanders memes were life for me this week. Like, I don't know if anyone remembers anything else other than those two things, right? But her outfit was so amazing and so powerful. And it's so damn funny to me because I had already had all these tips about how to look taller and look more powerful. I had written them all out. I hadn't actually filmed the video yet. And I was watching her and she's not short, right? So she already doesn't need these tips. But that's when I had this aha moment of it's not just about looking taller. It's really about looking powerful. Because when tall people are perceived as powerful, that's just how we have set things up in our society. Because I think it's we associate small people or short people with kids and childlike mentality. So we just don't give them the same amount of respect. And I was talking to a client who's actually shorter than me, which makes me feel good about myself. I actually have a couple shorties right now. And I was saying, hey, if you want to look taller and you want to look powerful, then these are a couple things that we can lean into. So she kind of inspired that video. And then I was watching Michelle Obama and I was like, for fuck's sake, woman, you are killing me with this style serve right now. And she's so stunning. And it was so amazing. But the color burgundy, again, that shade, you know, that color of burgundy was already going to be trending this year for many reasons. And it was really about to represent globalization and again the collective oneness because for us in the United States that that color really represents us like different patterns that we consider that we've adopted from other nations across the world um think spice markets right those deep jewel tones that you see a lot in spice markets and this was really about fashion becoming inclusive across the globe and different things and again it's the unity of two colors which is always really popular and always has a symbolism in fashion so i've really found that that's powerful and that was her choice of color I guess I should have known that, knowing what we were walking into. But the key things here to know as far as like fashion trends, if you want to know what's coming up as far as quote unquote changing history and change how we dress, 
is those high-waisted pants. So high-waisted pants have been popular for a while, but they're not going anywhere anytime soon because skinny jeans, now I'm not saying you can't still wear them. They have been reigning supreme for years. They're hands down one of my favorite jeans. But with the return of 90s style, you will start to see leg, pants of legs widen out again. So for all of my 80s babies, if you remember in high school, bootcut jeans were like all the rage, right? That was like the new thing. So like you will start to see bootcut and even slightly uh, wider and a little bit more flare than that, especially on dress pants. Like colored suits in general are having like a huge moment right now. Obviously correlated to like just all the power that women have and and are stepping into, but you will start to see that more and more. So high waist, slightly um, flare legs, again, that look is the look that helps people look taller and more powerful. So I thought that that was really great. And I don't know, but if you haven't seen the memes of Michelle Obama from the 2017 inauguration, and then this one when it said, how's it how it started and how it's going. So funny. But that outfit was definitely like a revenge outfit. And I mean that in the highest form of things. It That's the symbolism behind it, right? Is that she really represents hope and peace and stability and love, essentially. So I just love that she repeated that color, but with a little bit more youth to it and a little bit modernization to it. And just murdered it so you can expect to see matching colored suits uh monochromatic and in this sense all of the color matched with the high waist and the flare legs so earlier i was talking about white being a super big um color for the suffragette and if you noticed JLo dawns all white in her performance and she matched it with pearls and like pearl everything. So that's really the symbolism behind her outfit. And I just find it amazing that every single woman, whoever's styling them, Lord, I'd love to meet them, put so much thought and energy into this. And that is truly the piece that's so, so fascinating. But again, these things are creating ripple effects and how we dress and home decor and fashion are so connected. So you will also see this translate into home decor as well for years to come. You literally will be thinking about this podcast in the spring, summer, fall and winter <laughs> as you start to see the way people are dressing, the colors, the style, of the pants, etc. That's the amazing part. It's not just about fashion and things like that. And it's not just about wearing the latest things. Once you can lean into the symbolism of it, you have a totally different perspective. And that's how you start to really tie it back to like that self care and creating the energy that you want. Like if you show up to a meeting with Michelle Obama energy, you are there to crush it with your best manners, right? Like people are forced to listen to you, but you're not there like it to like be rude or anything like that you are there to kill them with fucking kindness and have them all doing exactly what you want them to do and that's the power of it so we talked about j-lo we talked about everybody uh dr biden her outfit was just truly amazing and i posted on this on my instagram stories and the color blue did you know that the color blue, like if you polled the world, that the color blue would be everybody's, not everybody's, but it always ranks as the favorite color choice. And let me give you some super fun psychology behind that. Humans, right? Our instinct to survive is as deep as it goes. And do you know what two things we cannot live without? Air and water. And what color do you associate with both air and water? Blue 
right? Water is blue, not the ocean by me, but many of the oceans are crystal clear blue is the color that we use to describe water. Or if your kid is coloring a picture of a pool, it's usually going to be blue. And air, even though we can't see it, the sky is blue. So we naturally correlate blue to air, right? So those are the two things that we cannot live without. So like our brain is constantly trained to keep us alive. We've talked about that on different mindset podcasts over and over. So we are always seeking out those things, right? And so it brings a lot of comfort to us. So blue is a very calming color, but it also represents stability. And it also um, represents serenity. And I love that she chose just that beautiful, like teal, light, turquoise, blue outfit to wear. Personally, it's one of my favorite color. It's like the first color of my, I mean, the color of my first pair of glasses when I was pregnant with my daughter. And it's just a powerful color. And I just love that she chose that for that day. And I won't get into the designers that they use, but even the designers of these outfits that the ladies wore was picked on purpose and has symbolism behind it. So who else? Lady Gaga. I have so many notes here and I'm trying to just not like read them off of paper because I just, well, that's not really my thing and I can't because then it's harder for me to be funny. No, I'm joking, um, but I'm not. So Lady Gaga, um, hers is really pretty obvious. I mean, God, I love her. And I mean, I'm sorry, but if I was J-Lo, I'd have been like, who am I coming up after? No, sorry, next. <laughs> Someone else can do it. But that's a conversation for a different day. I, I'm a J-Lo fan, don't get me wrong. But I would not be following up Lady Gaga, okay? So everyone knows how vocal she is with, you know, her support and her followers and things like that. So, like, I loved her outfit for many different reasons. So she has on the big dove. So if you're not sure what that was on her chest, that was a gold dove with the symbol of peace. Again, we're back to the color gold. You know, it was a big color for the suffragette. And it's a symbol of peace. So I thought that that was really, really powerful. And, you know, she had that big bright red skirt on which I love because I believe we just need a new symbolism of red, which I'm actually going to touch on in my last person. But red is super powerful color. It is passion. It's energy. It's excitement. It's the color of love. You know, it's the color of Valentine's Day. So I love that she picked that color and is trying to just redefine the way we think and associate with the color red. So hands down to her. That's your fashion history lesson on Lady Gaga. Um, let's see. Even Elizabeth Warren had on a Planned Parenthood scarf. So I actually saw that on social media. I didn't pick up on that one right away because I don't remember seeing her. But that might have been one of the moments when my daughter was complaining about how long is this movie <laughs> when we were watching the inauguration. Um, we watched Kamala be sworn in and oh, well, we watched the whole thing, but she actually sat with me watching her be sworn in. And then after she was done, um, she was like, oh my God, mom, how long is this movie? But it was really funny. So last but not least, my new favorite girl crush, Amanda Gorman. Okay. Can we just have a moment of silence for that woman? Because first I would like to say, how can you be so awesome at 22? Because when I was 22, <laughs> I did not have the foresight that that little girl had. For fuck's sake, no one wanted me on national television, but also I was not hanging out with the likes of Oprah. So, you know, different circles, different things. But she just murdered her presence, 
her vibe, her presentation, her delivery, like her hand movements, and oh my God, her yellow jacket, okay? Yellow is not my favorite color. It, it, it doesn't look good. It may look good to me. I don't know. Like I define the right shade of yellow, but it historically has not been one of my favorite colors, but I can tell you this color. I mean, excuse me, yellow was already starting to have a little bit of a moment, right? In the last year or so, but because people are looking for the bright side of things, right? We're looking for a bright future. And that is what her jacket was screaming so beautifully was it's the color of fucking sunshine your future is bright that is what yellow is representing to you and for me you guys know if you've been following along on the podcast for a while yellow was uh, my grandmother's favorite color her favorite um flower is a yellow daffodil so like that yellow to me oh god it just like melted my heart for so many different reasons and i felt like it was just like a nod to the future, to every, like for me personally, that all the decisions I've made lately to start my own business and not go back to the security, the quote unquote security of a job and a 401k and all those different things that we've been taught to believe. That's what that color for me personally represented was like a message from her. But I know that when they chose that color, they were doing it as of like, here's your future. The future is bright. It's a color of sunshine. Yellow is a super powerful color. It is like Gen Z's color, right? Because it's youthful. It's hopeful. It's bright. It's sunny. We are here to change the game. And she's so young. And that's exactly what she was saying and the statement that she was making. So mind you, that was history and her headband. Okay, can we just say now that um, we will be replacing anything red hats with red headbands and I am so just like mind blown that they chose that headband because well for one yellow and red are you know um primary colors they look amazing together and what it's just a powerful color again like I said it's the color of love and that's what it should be and that's what it should represent and I love that she did that and I love that headbands are going to have a moment. I personally won't be wearing them because I can't always wear my glasses with headbands. But you know why? It's going to be so amazing that headbands are a thing because everything's virtual and you want to create. It's all about like people have been asking me a lot, like how to look good on Zoom. You want to create visual interest, right? From like your chest up. How else can you create visual interest than a headband? like so fucking amazing so anybody listening to this if you have an etsy shop and you make headbands like get fucking ready <laughs> or if anybody listening to this and you don't have headbands now's your time to try right it completes your look and it can just bring a whole different energy so it's going to be a total thing and it's going to be the resurgence of it and you know what i personally think they're fun so i think it's a fun accessory so um that's your history lesson with Amanda Gorn. Actually, you know what? Let me tell you one other thing that I thought was really fascinating. So when I said she hangs out with the likes of Oprah, I was reading an article like, this is the part I love and this is why I know what I'm doing is working. Is I had so many friends that just had never really seen style and the way that I've been presenting it to them. And they've been thinking differently about the way they dress and the way they show up lately. And I had so many friends tag me in articles and send me articles and messages and things like that. And someone had tagged me in an article about Amanda Gorham and her outfit. 
and the choices and things. And here's the story behind that. She had already had her coat picked out, but Oprah had called her and said, I'd like to buy you a coat because, you know, Amanda obviously is a poet. So Maya Angelou has been someone that she's always looked up to. And um, Oprah and Maya Angelou had an amazing relationship. So when Maya Angelou delivered um, her poem for Bill Clinton's inauguration, Oprah had bought her um, gloves and her coat for that. So Oprah wanted to do it again for Amanda. And Amanda said, I already have a coat picked out. And But thank you, of course. I mean, I can't even imagine. I'll take a coat from Oprah if she's still giving out coats. <laughs> and then Oprah said, okay, would I still like to get you something else? Because now it's like this tradition. And of course, you know, she can see so much of Maya Angelou and her and her path is so like, her life is gonna be so amazing I'm just so proud of her and so happy for her I don't even know her but just like her energy like I'm just everyone she comes in contact with is just she's going to change lives and she's going to change the world so that ring that she had on so when she was talking if you notice she had a statement ring on it was hard to tell but it was actually a bird in a cage so that was a um a nod to Maya Angelou's poem so so much symbolism with that we don't have time to go into because I've already talked way too much about symbolism but I thought that that was really cool and her poem actually had a lot of symbolism and nods back to Maya Angelou as well but I mean who doesn't love Oprah I mean she is the queen of all things so I thought that that was a fun story and just to shed some light on how intentional style can really be it's not just about looking good just to look good it's not just about looking good so that you can you know get clout or whatever people think it is it's really so that you can show up and do scary things and change the world so i hope you guys really enjoyed my take on that the symbolism that i saw there the trends that you can look forward to coming up and remember that you know trends aren't a bad thing they're they're created by the people and it's what we need and it's what's going on in our world and it's mindset just as much as anything that we do mindset, right? This is you just connecting the inside work you're doing with the outside work you're doing. It's mental, it's physical, it's all of those things. So let me know which part of this resonated with you. If there's anything you'd like to me to go more into, I would love to hear from you guys. Don't forget that I do have my calendar open up on my website. If you guys want to talk more about style, we can always do a free 30-minute console and just kind of see where you're at. I think it would be awesome to connect. So you can go check that out on the Just Realized, well, it's not the, it's justrealizedpodcast.com backslash connect and before I let you go, I do have a card that I pulled right before I started recording that I want to share with you guys because that's also a big piece of who I am. And it's how I stay grounded and keep the faith when it doesn't feel like it should be kept in those scary, scary moments. Ooh, I'm dropping papers. So the card I pulled right before I hopped on, and I'm sure this will resonate with all of you guys, is some good shit is about to happen. Don't let your issues fuck it up. If that doesn't resonate with you, I don't know what will. But thank you, ladies, so much for being here with me today. And I will talk to you soon. Bye.